When I was just a lad, looking for my true vocation, my father said, now son, this choice deserves deliberation. Though you could be a doctor, or perhaps a financier, my boy, why not consider a more challenging career? Hey, ho, ho, you'll cruise the foreign shores. <laughs> See you, lads. Your mind Show me he's practicing. out of doors. True friendship and adventure are what we can't live without. And when you're a professional pirate, that's what the job's about. Upstage, lads. This is my only number. Now take Sir Francis Drake. Episode 100. When I started making this podcast over the past couple years, I've made two promises. One promise, that episode 100 would have Zach Wilkinson as the co-host. What's up, Zach? Yo, I'm here for it, my guy. And the other promise I made was that we were going to do an episode on Mupper Treasure Island at some point. And that... Both promises are 100% delivered. Today is the day that I keep my promises. Now, Zach, Don't tell me, man. you always keep your promises? Well, we're, let, we're, we're talking about good movies, you know? Yeah. If, uh, what, what might you say like might be the best movie? Muppet Treasure Island, duh. <laughs> I tend to agree with you. I mean, let's think. Uh, Scarface. Muppet Treasure Muppet, Island. Better. 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 Uh, fucking Star Wars. Better. Better. <laughs> Godfather, better, better. Uh, Titanic, better, better. Uh, no question, better. I mean, Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants, better. better. I never seen that movie. I haven't seen it either, but I know that it's popular. It is popular, but <laughs> Lord of the Rings, better. better. <laughs> What's there's nothing I'm to think better of... than Muppet Treasure? Oh, you got Muppets I'm try... singing. I'm trying to think of what. For... Stolen treasure. I'm trying to think of like the most beloved thing. I guess it's when we said it's better than Star Wars it was about as. That's a close one. I kind of yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm on the fence. I I was in the moment. It's and better. I do it's better. say better. I mean, but I love Star Wars. It's overall better. That's I what I'm saying. Star well, Star Wars had to prove itself in three movies, whereas Muppet Treasure Island was only yeah. one. Yeah, it's a standalone. So. So better. Better. <laughs> <laughs> Shutter Island. Better. Better. The Departed. Better. better. <laughs> uh, uh, it's better than... It's the best... It's just the best movie. Alright, guys. And if you're out there and you're thinking, what is this true? Do these guys really believe this? Guess what? I'm going to prove it to you beyond a shadow of a doubt. Right now. Right fucking now. <laughs> first, I want to say, Hear ye, hear ye. Order in the court, if it pleases your honor, I'll bring your attention to Hormel Foods Corporation versus Jim Henson Productions Incorporated, 73F3D4972D, circa 1996. The only defense is spam. <laughs> <All right. laughs> uh, we're going to start off here with something I think I'm, I think I'm making a point here. Zach, if I were to tell you, if you, know, you just saw me sitting here looking at my computer and I said, oh, man. My desktop is covered in spam. What would you think I was saying? Uh, like trash emails? Trash. You would think I was it's saying that trash. it's covered in internet trash. You so, wouldn't think that it was covered in food. No. Spam the food. I think that's why they <laughs> call it spam is because spam the food is such trash anyway. Now, let me explain to you why this is important. Okay. Hormel Foods Corporation sued 
Jim Henson Productions in 1996. They sued. They sued Muppets. <laughs> they sued the fucking Muppets. <laughs> and they, they they know those are puppets, right? Like yes. they're not a real entity. No, this is uh these are the, this is the court case here. It's written by uh, Corey Felon, and we're just gonna. I'm just gonna just read you some of the court case, and we're gonna. There's a point here. I have a point. Okay. I'm making right. a fucking point. You always if you're, have if you're a listening point. to this and you, you don't think I'm making a point, <laughs> there's a point coming up real, real quick. <laughs> All right. I'm going into the court document now. Hormel Foods Corporation, the distributor of the luncheon meat spam, brought suit against Jim Henson Productions Incorporated, creators of the Muppets, for trademark infringement and dilution of the mark spam. The United States District Court for the Southern District of New York, denied Hormel's request for a permanent injunction. I wonder why. The United <laughs> States Court of Appeals for the Second Circuit affirmed, holding that Henson's use of a character called Spa-Am, Spa-Am. in Henson's movie, Muppet Treasure Island, did not create a likelihood of confusion in the marketplace. And furthermore, there was no likelihood of dilution by either blurring or tarnishing Hormel's mark. Well, you're obviously very sad if you have to worry about Spam, a puppet, a Muppet. Let's get, sorry, I, I apologize. A uh, it's a Muppet, not yeah. a puppet. There's a difference. Anyway, if yeah. you're that sad with your life that you have to focus on Spam versus Spam, you have a really sad existence. I just, the, the thing is, this is so fucking absurd and also what kind of monster sues the muppets the and, muppets and also your product is spam the you think, trash that's uh, what we the, just the, go circle back to what yeah, we're talking about on the way you get the, the trash the, emails <laughs> yeah you're you should be suing google or something <laughs> well remember dude this is 19 this movie came out in 1996 is People, that when the lawsuit was too yeah this, they, they tried to stop the movie oh, from coming so they didn't out. I not have anything more to worry about. No, because this is before people were saying spam emails and shit. Because I mean, remember, like, yeah. 1996, dude, like, the internet existed, but nobody, had nobody fucking used it. We had the AOL cards. <laughs> yeah. The, the free, like, AOL I mean, discs from Kroger. Yeah, dude. When I, when I was a kid, I didn't give a shit about the internet, dude. I wanted to be outside. Yeah, same. <clears throat> All right, let's, let's get back into this court right, case. Facts. <laughs> Hormel has made the luncheon meat spam since 1937 and has sold over 5 billion cans of spam in the United States alone. In addition, Hormel has spent millions of dollars on advertisements for spam. In February of 1996, Henson planned to release a movie entitled Muppet Treasure Island. This movie featured the cast of regular Muppet characters, including Miss Piggy and Kermit the Frog. Among the new characters created for the movie was Spa'am, the high priest of a tribe of wild boars that worship Miss Piggy as their queen. The name Spa'am is mentioned only once in the film. In anticipation of the release of the film, Hormel filed suit alleging both trademark infringement and dilution. Hormel alleged that Henson's characterization of Spa'am in the movie would damage its trademark for Spam. By questioning the quality of the meat, the district court found that the character in the movie, Spa'am, neither infringed Hormel's trademark nor diluted the mark. So, uh, sounds like the judge just threw that the fuck out. As he should have. 
right, that's ridiculous. All right, first off, it's the worst meat you could possibly get anyway. Like, there's an apostrophe in between. It's S P A apostrophe A M. So it's not even just S P A M. Yeah. I mean, the joke is he is like pork. Yeah, but we we get it. It's it is a it's they're using spam as a joke. The but. the thing though, go go back to like they they got there before the movie even came out. Is that what you're saying? They they found like yeah somehow they found out that that was I guess they found out about the script and, and the, they were but, trying to they filed an injunction to stop the film or to at least remove that character. Whoever is responsible for that. The right. entire juncture is just refuses happiness in their life. <laughs> I, I want to bring something up. Like, if you have ever watched daytime court television, you will see some of the stupidest fucking people trying to uh, file lawsuits over like, you know, insane things. You know, they're like, I, you know, I gave him ten bags of meth for the lawnmower, and the lawnmower doesn't work. And like, you know, they go to court for, you know, like, hell, I could sue my ex-wife for. <laughs> 10 grand on people's court, but I'm not gonna. <laughs> I don't know if we can keep that in here. Yeah. You know, yeah. Nobody knows who your ex-wife is. That's uh, true. <laughs> <laughs> but you gotta, you have to think. When I was reading that to you and I said, they sold, what did they say, like 50 billion cans of Spam? It's Hormel Foods, man. They like, they make shit, they make all kinds of shit. Yeah. Like, I this guarantee is a, you. This is, a, this is a massive major corporation suing the Muppets. Well, if anything, they should have embraced it. And yeah. made that Spat M character their trademark guy. And that is what brings me to my first point. In the argument that Muppet Treasure Island is the greatest book-to-film adaptation of all time. Now, guys, I don't know if you believe in, you know, a little bit of the paranormal or the spooky or in, or in curses. But <laughs> I'll tell you this. Hormel Foods and Spam, whatever respectability they had in 1996 has since diminished to practically nothing. Huh. If you think about spam nowadays, you think about internet garbage. You don't think about the food. No. Nobody fucking goes like, want to come over to my house for some spam? They don't say Nobody that. cares about spam. So. One way or the other, whatever definition <laughs> it has. Like, it's either junk email or trash <laughs> meat in a can. Here you hear you. In the court, if it <laughs> pleases the jury to hear my final argument. <laughs> Hormel Foods by making a ridiculous lawsuit against the Muppets, or for trying to sue the Muppets at all, has been cursed for being assholes and have ruined their own fucking brand. The people Spam. side <laughs> on the side of common decency. Alright, so that's my first point, man. My first point is, if you sue the Muppets, you get cursed. Yeah. Don't do it. You should, yeah, don't, don't do fucking it. do it. Don't fucking do it. It's bad. You come at the king, you best not miss. <laughs> Omar, the wire. Uh, Mike Drop. Jim Henson, well, the Muppets. Done. <laughs> Jim Henson is the OG. You have violated sacred island. Uh, excuse me. I am Captain Smollett. We mean no harm to your culture. We embrace all creatures of differing nationalities. Silence! <laughs> Bring forth. Boom! Shakalaka! That can't be good. Yeah, and well, 
let's get further into what's your next uh Jim Henson point? is really he's kind of like the Omar of puppeteering. He's the <laughs> he's the guy. Omar's my favorite character from The Wire. Who's your favorite character from The Wire? Uh don't say McNulty. You're going to you're going <laughs> to hate me. I haven't watched enough to know. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Just boring. <sighs> Now, guys, Don't if you think sigh. <laughs> if you think I came here to do nothing but claim that that people that sue the Muppets get cursed and deserve it, you're wrong. And if you think I'm not going to give the other side a chance to say their argument, you're wrong about that too. As a matter of fact, I have an article right here that disagrees with basically everything that me and Zach believe in. In our core, since my childhood, since my childhood, and I'm gonna tell you what, I'm gonna give, I am gonna give them a chance. I'm gonna tell you every thing they they had to say. Hey, and you know what? That's the thing. We're we're honest people. We're we'll hear you out, even if you're wrong. <laughs> this is an article written for the Canadian Children's Literature. Uh, also in Canada, I believe that's called the Literature Canadienne pour la Soudain. Written by Peter Cumming, and the title of this article, if you ever want to read it for yourself, aka the wrong, the the wrong article, is called "Missing Gold in Muppet Treasure Island." Let's hear what he has to say. All right, yeah, let's, let's I give think him a he, chance. I think he doesn't think Muppet Treasure Island is that great, but let's give him a chance. I'm going to give him all the chance in the world. <clears throat> Peter Cumming wrote in this article, We all enjoy playing these characters in classical literature. And of course, it's a very good story. Kermit the Frog on the set of Muppet Treasure Island? Robert Louis Stevenson's Treasure Island... You know, I'm going to skip ahead because this is... It doesn't make much sense. This is a lot of word salad here in the beginning. Yeah. Here we go. Let's get to the part where he just starts saying he hates it. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Unfortunately, Muppet Treasure Island alternately abandons and sanitizes... Stevenson's classic. Right, yo, let me stop you there <laughs> and what, say wrong. What is <laughs> wrong? Um, what what sanitizes? Like, what does he mean sanitize? Um, well, I believe That's in the chef in, too. We both read the book, and in, in the book, there is like a lot of like severe alcoholism, which I guess they don't super address. But they do have they do have rum in my patrol. Remember, like when. No, 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 when they throw the rum out the window and the rat's playing shuffleboard, yeah, he goes, yeah, he goes, hey, cut hey, it out with the booze. <laughs> no, but no, what I'm saying is the use of the in this guy's article, uh, like he he says, Muppet Treasure Island alternately alternately abandons and sanitizes uh, Stevenson's classic. What does it mean to sanitize Stevenson's classic? I don't know. Let's give him, let's let's go a little bit further and see if maybe he's right. Well, no, yeah. I mean, sanitize. I mean, he's 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 gonna poor use of word is what I'm saying. He's gonna buttress his argument here. Okay, having lost the novel's treasure map, namely strong characters and high spirited adventure, the film runs aground on the shoals of cheap gags and superficial morality. One of the film's singing pirates would, quotation marks, like to get his hands on whoever wrote this script. So too might Stevenson. Jesus Christ, wrong. And also, wrong. wrong. <laughs> Just this guy's arguments. I mean, okay, I'm willing to give him the opportunity for the argument, but you don't want the Muppets to have funny gags. It's a Muppet movie. It's <laughs> yeah, that's what they do. 
All right. Hey, no, side of this. <laughs> Moving on. Anyway. Shot in Britain, the film's set and scenery, the inn, the Hispaniola, the island are spectacular. True. Okay. Hey, He's yeah. on our side. Hey, you know what? Thanks. Right. Thanks. The opening song, combining human pirates with singing Muppet skulls, and the battle scenes are fun. Okay. Agreed. Yeah, Agreed. Absolutely. Okay. All right. I guess uh, he actually does like the movie. But musical theater cliches and half-baked humor undermine the story's suspense and drama. Mm, what? Mm, wrong. Wrong. <laughs> Just wrong. Just wrong. Wrong. No, that's like, wrong. It's incorrect. Anachronisms aimed mainly at adults prove tiresome. Wrong. Wrong. Blind Pew is visually challenged. Billy Bones has a Henry Kissinger book on diplomacy. Good for him. One of the funniest jokes in the fucking movie. That's so brilliant. Wrong. Yeah. It's like in his treasure chest. (laughs) The film answers the novel's literal embarrassment of riches with rats on water skis and the Swedish chef. Who can go wrong with rats on water skis? The rats and the Swedish chef are funny. Wrong. They're hilarious. Uh, (laughs) Marguerite's at a midnight buffet. Stuck as ship's figureheads. The Muppets' grumpy old men conclude, it could be worse, we could be stuck in the audience. Okay, go ahead. All right. So Fuck it, take it away. Take it away, Zach. Man, you just have never, ever seen any episode of the Muppets at all. What do the grumpy old men in the balcony do? In every all single Muppet movie. All they do is movie. complain and make jokes about how terrible it is, which is exactly what you're doing right now. You don't get the gimmick, the joke, the gag. That's all that Muppets stand for is the gag. In and conclusion, guys, wrong. In conclusion, <laughs> wrong. Uh, I feel like we're being pretty hard on this guy. <clears throat> okay. It didn't have to be this way. Scottish comic Billy Connolly's Billy Bones is perfect. I agree. A hundred. I thought he's on our side again. His drunken violence and paranoia immediately expose the story's complex brew of good and evil. Hell yeah. Yeah. Tim Curry's Long John Silver is charmingly diabolical, even if stilted song business makes him wooden. In more than his bad leg. First of all, wait, his singing is fucking amazing. Tim Curry has never sung a bad song in his life. I'm pretty convinced. So, wrong. Wrong! Curry becomes mawkish, though, when faced with Kevin Bishop's saccharine gym. Okay. Uh, Wait, what? Well, I honestly, I'm not gonna lie to you, dude. I don't know what the word mawkish means, but I'm I'm sure it's bad. So wrong, uh, wrong. <laughs> yeah, is there's been a lot of like I know uh, it. I I the sanitize is is still bothering yeah. me. I'm not gonna lie. Too innocent, too uncomplicated, too constantly smiling, too soprano. It is not surprising that Blind Pew mistakes Jim for a pretty little girl. First of all, that is the funniest joke in the fucking movie. Yes. What, yeah. goes, what have we uh, here? A I'm not a girl. girl. <laughs> Take me Yo. to Billy Bones, my pet. Yeah. No, that's brilliant. He's like, first of all, I'm not a girl. I feel like this that he's deliberately picking out every joke that I thought was the best one and saying, this was bad. He like, had like a fortune telling experience where he just dissed on <laughs> everything that we love. This antiseptic Jim kills nobody. Oh, that's what he means Anti- by by. That's what he means by sanitizes that Jim doesn't kill anybody. Antiseptic? No, it's wrong. Word. Antiseptic is it's the same as he's using words wrong. <laughs> antiseptic. I'm not gonna get over the mawkish, and I'm not gonna look it up because I don't ever want to use that word. I don't. I don't know what that means either, but I don't even care. <laughs> in fact, after Billy Bones' demise, nobody seems to die in the Disney universe. Okay. 
So? <laughs> in one of the film's frequent attempts at self-reflexive humor, adult in-jokes at worst, limp distractions at best, Rizzo the Rat explains why it's supposed to be a kid's movie. Which I thought was really funny. Yeah. When Billy, yeah, Billy Bones died, he goes, he's dead. This We're is staying in a room with a dead guy. <laughs> I'm going for that treasure myself. And no one-legged son of a bilge rat will... Captain Bones. He died? And this is supposed to be a kid's movie. Oh. <clears throat> While Stevenson only had to come up with pirates who don't curse... The 1996 filmmakers feel compelled to posit violence that doesn't hurt. Gonzo is stretched on the rack, but he likes it now that he's taller. Boogity, 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 boogity. Fucking the f- like also one so of the funniest great. scenes in the movie. Oh, and oh, Professor uh, Honeydew's. We call this the window shade <laughs> cure. <laughs> this guy's like honestly, he's writing. He's writing. I'm glad I didn't write anything because he was writing down every funny joke in the movie for me. Yeah, <laughs> he really is. He's shitting on it, but he's wrong. <laughs> In its closure, the film is boulderized by the film industry's archaic logic of compensating moral values. All right, hold up. That's definitely not a word. It's definitely probably a word. Boulderized. Yeah. Well, I'm not looking that up either. I'm looking it up right now. Okay, I'll keep reading while you look that up. Yeah, yeah. While in the novel, Jim and readers feel both complicity and relief when Silver escapes the gallows to wander free in the film. Silver must pay for his evil deeds by losing his treasure and by being condemned to spend the rest of his days exiled on an island listening to a rock statue's bad jokes. That doesn't happen in the fucking movie. Wrong. Incorrect. And according to Google, polarized is not a word. Oh, wow. Okay, well... In conclusion, boulderize is not a word. Mockish is a word. I don't want to learn, and everything else in this article was wrong. I'm just sad that... I want to say this. We did a really, really good job of being fair yeah, and balanced. Yeah, chance. That was, that was the most fair and balanced take on anything. I read that dude's entire article. I did. This is the third time. <laughs> you read that three times? This is the third... With you right now, is the third time. I read it twice last night because I was amazed at how wrong. Oh, I, I skimmed it once, saw that it was negative, and then this is the first time I've actually read it. <laughs> oh, well, I... Well, that's how much this means to me. I love to see them cry when they walk the plank. I prefer to cut a trout. I love to hang them high and watch their little feet try to walk in the air while their faces turn blue. Just kidding. <laughs> it's a good life on a boat. There are distant lands with burning sands that pull across the oceans. There are bingo games every fun-filled day. And margaritas at the midnight buffet. Margaritas at the midnight buffet. Hey, Moving forward. Guess what, man? What? There's an article here and we got this covered. By Shane Fraser called <clears throat> Trumpets, please. Everyone knows Muppet Treasure Island is a perfect movie, but fans are now explaining why. Let's read this article. Wait, why does it? Well, okay, I love that fans are explaining why, but there, it, it needs no explanation. <laughs> <clears throat> 
All right, uh, Shane Fraser writes here, People are rediscovering the treasure that is Muppet Treasure Island, a film that, if watched in childhood, everyone remembers fondly. True. Correct. Correct. <laughs> but also, if I watched it last week. Yeah. Also, <laughs> when I watch it on a weekly basis, and I remember fondly how much I liked it. And I still have it on VHS. <laughs> yes, I'm that old. <laughs> While everyone is an exaggeration, the statement... Muppet Treasure Island is a perfect movie, has 4,262 upvotes and counting on our movies on Reddit. It also has 472 comments, the vast majority are which are in agreement. All right, so this is an article basically about Reddit. So let's hear what all these Redditors have to say. Genius Shock said, awesome film. You're awesome for liking it and making this post. Everyone that agrees is awesome too. Fuck it, we're all awesome. Yes! Correct. Fuck it, we are all awesome. True. All right, let's see what The Fluffiest Whale wrote. The Fluffiest Whale wrote, My comment history elsewhere will show that I am ready to die on this hill with you. Greatest film of all time. Oh, I'm with you. Correct. Can we get married? Like, I'm Correct, Fluffiest uh, Whale. All the way. Uh, author of the article goes on to write, Tim Curry is the perfect Long John Silver, charismatic and menacing. All True. right, let's see here. Uh, what is this? Oh. Here's something, uh, this is kind of a weird article, so everything's very disjointed. So I'm kind of reading shit that uh, that pops up. Yeah, Yeah. a lot of pop-up shit. Muppet Treasure Island is a perfect movie, in my opinion. I'm curious what others think. Oh, okay, this is what made all the Redditors get in on this. Oh, gotcha. It has so many things going for it to qualify as perfect. One, it's a Muppet movie. Two, Tim Curry is the perfect Long John Silver, charismatic and menacing. The musical numbers are pure brilliance and extremely catchy. Four, legitimately funny and wholesome comedy. Five, fun for every member of the family. That is absolutely everything about that is true. Like, there's nothing. Couldn't, you, I mean, would why I wouldn't even try to say it better than myself because they just said it. Yeah, I mean, I couldn't. I'm speechless. Having premiered in 1996, the film hit the sweet spot of millennial childhood. All right, so that's makes sense why us millennials like it so much. Yeah. Let's see what uh, well, this, this Mojo So Dope wrote. A couple of months ago, I went on a kick of watching movies from my childhood with my kids, and this was one. I was surprised how well it held up, and even the kids enjoyed it, too. Of course the kids enjoyed it. Well, yeah. Uh, what kids don't enjoy Dude, Muppets? Why even bother sharing that guy's Reddit post? That was useless. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Best thing That's ever wrote. obvious right there. Yeah. <laughs> here's, here's another Reddit. Let's see what this guy has to say. Loving this film as a kid inspired me to read the original Treasure Island novel as an adult. It's now one of my favorite books, and I actually think the Muppet version is a really excellent adaptation. Or Duh. possibly maybe the best. The best of, of all time. It's a lot more sanitized. What the fuck okay, do people keep is, saying that That for? is not what that means. Uh, people, he keeps, what is that movie? <laughs> uh, Princess Bride. I don't oh, think that like, means what you think it means. <laughs> I don't think that means what you think it means. <laughs> it's a lot more sanitized, obviously. Obviously. Oh, shit, I just accidentally went to Reddit because I clicked on it. Uh-oh. It's a, but it captures the spirit of the novel and nails the dynamics between characters. I'm surprised how well it portrays the complicated Jim Silver relationship in the context of a kid's movie. Tim Curry is also a pretty amazing as Long John Silver, a role that I realized would be very hard to cast. And Kermit as Captain Smollett is low-key brilliant. I might say it's high-key brilliant. I also think that it has the best musical numbers of any Muppet film. 
Definitely. Definitely. Both the best Treasure Island movie and the best Muppet movie. Treasure Definitely. Planet deserves a look in, though. I don't know what the fuck that means. It's Never. 100% just like the best movie of all time. All right, says, and if you don't agree, you're wrong. <laughs> Thus, contemporary Reddit film critics, many of which are grown-up millennials, may be looking at the film through nostalgia-enhanced glasses. Muppet Treasure Island has a 71% critic score and a 77% audience score on Rotten Tomatoes. Though respectable, those figures are a far cry from perfect. Okay, first of all, the peop- the Rotten-, Rotten Tomatoes like is like an aggregate of film critics. It has nothing to do with like what's good in reality. Well, no, like, and it's like uh, whatever they say is wrong. <laughs> hey, hey, can you can, will you Google something for me while I read this yeah, next yeah, part? Yeah, Google. Uh, I, I believe Siskel would have still been alive when this came out. So see if what Siskel and Ebert gave this uh, gave this movie. Yeah. yeah. And if, I, I really want to know because I have a I have a little uh, conspiracy theory fan theory in here with that too. <clears throat> a few redditors dissented by saying that the Muppet Christmas Carol is the greatest Muppet movie. Plus one, well, see, yeah, that's a good movie. That's a that's, that's a, a great fair movie. Point. But oh, that's it's a fair point. Not it's better. A, it's a fair it's point. A fair argument. I'll a give fair you fair point. That that opinion is not wrong. I would say that the Muppet Christmas Carol is the best Christmas movie. Like that's what you could say. absolutely. So, all right. I'm going to go ahead and say that uh, I'm not going to read any more Reddit posts because okay, that's so like depressing me. Listen to this. I got Roger Ebert's, Roger Ebert, his review from the 1996 movie, best movie of all time, mm-hmm. Muppet Treasure Island. He said, I was talking to a friend the other day who said he'd never met a child who liked reading Robert Louis Stevenson's Treasure Island. Neither have I, I said. And he'd never met a child who liked reading Stevenson's Kidnapped. Me neither, I said. My early exposure, blah, 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 I'll skip over this part. And as I suggested, says Roger Ebert, you're likely going to enjoy the movie in proportion to how much you enjoy the Muppets. Moi, I sort of like them sometimes. And I enjoyed the Christmas Carol movie, but this one seems... Less cleverly written, and for moi, it's near a miss. Oh shoot, man! Fuck, All right, Roger I, Ebert. I, I you know was what? excited I was, for a minute. You know what? Also, you know what? This this totally blows my theory because I was gonna say this: Roger Ebert, E. Bert, Ernie, Bert, <laughs> Bert, and Ernie. He is Bert. <laughs> He's grown up Bert. He's fucking grown up Bert. He's the most negative. Grumpy ever. Grumpy ass bitch who doesn't know how to enjoy a fucking movie. He's always the fucking salt in the game. He's like he's like he's trying to play with his duck and birds. You should just watch raining on this parade. Fucking watch Black Swan over and over and over and over and over and over. Fucking watch Darren Aronofsky. (laughs) (sighs) All right. Well anyway. It sounds like he belongs to the fan base of Tomorrow Never Comes. I'm gonna. He does. <laughs> Spoiler alert! Tomorrow never comes. Is our new emo band. All right. Well, I'm gonna go ahead and uh, say that Roger Ebert's opinion means fucking nothing to me. Uh, closing arguments. Muppet Treasure Island, as we have proven beyond a shadow of a doubt, is the greatest book to film adaptation of all time. I feel like it's a pretty airtight case. <laughs> Shiver my timbers, shiver my sails, dead men tell no tales.